Hi, Rachel. Yeah. Hi, Bilson. How you doing today? Hi, Mindy. Look what we're wearing. We are in our juicy jumpsuits. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Today, um, especially I'm for today. I'm super excited about today because um, we know that um, not only was it a, a cultural phenomenon um, by in sociology terms, but also in fashion terms. So um, <laughs> why don't you um, talk yeah. about what we're going to do today? Well, who better to bring on to talk fashion, yes. especially from the OC? We are joined today by the beautiful stylist and costumer from the OC, Nicole Chavez, named one of the top 10 stylists by Forbes, wife and mother of three, three boys. I'd like to just add that. <laughs> Quite the accomplishment. Um, and I have been close friends with Nicole, not only professionally, but personally for how many years now? Maybe 18. Yeah, we're going on like, uh, yeah, we're getting, we're creeping into the 20s. We're cre- Did you guys meet yeah. on the show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's just start I, there. Yeah. Let's start mm-hmm. how, how we all met and, yeah. and how your career started because you've clearly had a huge success in this, um, in this profession that you've chosen. It's so crazy. I mean, I worked on the show for the whole first season and obviously I met Rachel and Mindy and I was, you know, the onset costumer that was getting up in your business and uh, <laughs> yeah, live explain rolling. what that is. Like, what is the onset oh, yeah, costumer? Okay. So onset costumer is someone that is keeping track of the day-to-day wardrobe. So I'm sure you guys have gone over this, but we don't shoot in order. So um, a lot of times we do like a scene breakdown and then we'll go and we'll say, okay, this outfit works for example, works at the beach. And so whenever we shoot at the beach or that location, I have to remember that's like look one or whatever. So mm. I was in charge of keeping track of all the wardrobe, making sure that you guys were in the right clothes on the right day for the right location. Uh, and I had my like little notepad and I had my Polaroid camera. <laughs> and I was on set with you guys, making sure your costumes looked good and just making sure everybody was wearing what they were supposed to be wearing. That was my huh. job. Continuity. Continuity. Exactly. Yeah, you were very Scripts good at it. Oh my God, Scripty. Have you guys talked to her? What? Huh? No. Not no, yet. Oh my gotten God. that far. Oh my gosh. I was like, I'm flooded with like so many memories of everybody um, from the show and all the people behind the scenes. So that's crazy. I just thought of of her. She was my one of my really good friends because we were always checking like, right. did Rachel have her bag in this scene? Did, you know, we would obviously shoot out of order. So mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. guys had a lot of responsibilities keeping everything, but we I've did. never seen anyone more organized than Nicole. Aww, that's really? just Thank you. across the board. But yeah, she handles it. I mean, such a, such a pro. We were in the Thank best you. hands for sure. I have some funny was, pictures too. Oh my God. I, dude, I, I bought some. <laughs> oh, I brought did? some number. Um, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's awesome. This is actually <gasps> from this episode. That epi- this is from what? the episode we're going yes. over today. Don't think, you remember I was always taking Polaroids? Yes, you were always taking Polaroids. Oh, that sailor top one. will never die. There's you and, that's you and I on a break. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> Laying here. Yeah, oh and I had my, my big set bag. Yeah, I have so many good ones. <gasps> um, that's so You bring awesome. up a good point. Um, clearly, and from my research, um, when in between scenes, you guys were um, going through magazines and sharing mm-hmm. your passion for fashion. And obviously this turned into an um, incredible success for you and for you both. You've done collabs together. You've mm-hmm. done, um, but I found, because I was reflecting on myself, I love fashion like the next person, but not like you guys. I had a daughter at home. It was, mm-hmm. you know, red carpets and such. It always felt like so much more and it was hard and it was difficult to balance. Like I had a hard time just putting things on mm-hmm. a hanger and getting them <laughs> put away in my closet. As a mother and of three and still doing this <laughs> industry, how did, have you found it difficult to balance that? <laughs> I mean, yes, I have, but I think what, what goes back to what you said, I, I have such a passion for it and I love it so much that I can't even picture any other way of being without having that creative outlet. So for me, it drives me every day, especially like during this pandemic. I mean, obviously we weren't doing red carpets. I wasn't dressing for my clients for anything other than Zoom. So I was looking to myself to like get motivated and get creative with my own um, styling. And so I have to do it on a daily basis or I go like cuckoo. Yeah. And anyone, you know, should follow Nicole on Instagram because all of her outfits are always 
pretty awesome and amazing and Thanks, super Rachel. fun to see the style in action, especially this I past year. Followed. It's good inspiration. Um, Thank you. But, you know, I want to bring up, Nicole, that, you know, we were on the show and you were a costumer, but because of your eye for fashion and your sense of style and everything else, you decided, you know, hey, you know what? I think I want to, I want to be a stylist. Like I want to try this thing, you know, like you had this bigger vision, like this was speaking to you and you came to me with it and you were like, you want to do this? Should we give it a try? And I was like, yeah. And we kind of like started together. 100%. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you and our relationship and having met you because we did, we were the ones sitting on set (laughs) looking through our Vogue's and our Harper's Bazaar and we would rip out like all the same stuff. And it was just one of those things that like, it just seemed so natural and organic. I mean, you needed help for red carpets and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I can help you. And then next thing we know, it was like season two and I'm like, I really feel like I want to do my own. I like, I want to try this like mm-hmm. full time. And you're like, let's do it. Like we can do it. And then you introduced me to Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. maybe like six months late after that. Yeah. And she was on Veronica Mars at the time. Mm-hmm. And then it was just over. Off it was like all of a sudden I had two like legit, you know, like people all of a sudden I'm like, this is crazy. And then and Mindy, Mindy and I worked together too. She used to, you used I used to, to style really... you all the time. I, Oh my God, you have so many of your favorite outfits. I remember that blue <laughs> lace with like the bow and your pencil skirts. I remember I, that. Oh, I yes. remember that. That was you, such a good outfit. So good. Um, what was the first so yes, thing we did together, Nicole? Do you remember? Like styling? I think it was just one of those like after work parties. Okay. That you guys, because you guys remember you used to always get these like yeah. last minute, like because Vogue, nice. Hollywood stuff. Mm-hmm. Like let's go to the chateau. And they were always and- Sundays through Thursday. No. No, Sundays through Thursdays. They're never Friday and Saturday night in Hollywood. So <laughs> never, for me, it was always no. like my daughter, you'd come over with a rack of clothes yeah. and we'd have to do a fitting and my daughter, and then you have to do hair and makeup and it could be an yeah. hour, four hour process. And she's three going, where are you going, mom? I'm like, back to work. I was thinking right before we did this, I was just thinking about the process that, um, you know, our, our listeners might not know about like on the show, for instance, every week we have to do a wardrobe fitting mm-hmm. and um, every character, every actor has to do this. Um, and I prefer because I lived in Sherman Oaks and the show was in Manhattan Beach. I said, guys, set up three or four hours, whatever it takes. I'll try and anything you've got. So I get it done and I don't have to do it. I would end up having four to maybe even more episodes set. So I didn't have to do it every week. Whereas the boys probably wanted to come in and out in 20 minutes when they were there. Mm -hmm. I don't think any show really sets out to be this groundbreaking, you know, what the OC was music-wise, Mm fashion-wise, culturally. What is your take on the fact that obviously um, the design, Misha had connections to say Chanel or you guys had connections and things were, I mean, I read at one point, I remember that there were Chanel bags mm-hmm. and these mm-hmm. purses and I read somewhere that they were trying to say, or that, that, um, they were fake. And I'm like, that's not what I remember. I remember we got the real deal. And then at one point Fox, when the show got so popular, Fox didn't allow a lot of the products. They wanted the products to pay. It's called product placement. Mm-hmm. But, um, do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Cause I, re- I even remember, I don't know if you remember this, Rachel, but I remember, going through a magazine and ripping out one of the Chanel dresses. You remember the one that Misha wore for Chrismica? Was it is the, the white strap? It's this, it, no, it was the sequin top and it has kind of like a mm-hmm. knot. When she, and it was the, the little like, yeah. And it's a, like a little short dress. It was uh-huh. a Chanel dress. And I remember ripping out of the magazine and taking it to her and saying, you should try to pull this dress because this dress would be super cute. Oh, Misha. wow. And, they, and we ended up getting it. And she wore it in the Christmas cap. Oh my gosh. I have to look it up. I'm sure yes. It's amazing. super cute. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like a woven like linen dress. But yes, I think at that time it was just the beginning of these kind of, par- I don't want to say partnerships, but I feel like brands were looking for new ways to um, build mm-hmm. their business. Mm-hmm. And like the OC was such a, an amazing um, show because it had, it was, all of the youth, that was all the kids and then all the the parents story. It was like two storylines. So it kind of, you know, went across all, you know, genre. They were able to kind of touch on everybody. And I think that having you guys like Misha carry the bag was, you know, one of those things that kind of changed how 
cost to me happen. I mean, that happened a lot with Sex and the City. But that, that's right. the only other show I can think of that was sort of like on the cutting designers. edge of fashion yeah. that way. Yeah. Until we got to Gossip Girl, which right. is, you know, later. But um, yeah, it was like in the moment styling. Like it was really sort of, which is usually not what happens. We usually just shop in the stores. And when you're shopping in the stores, you're already behind the seasons. Mm-hmm. When we do red carpet, I'm ahead. So I'm usually right. six months ahead for red right. carpet. But we were almost using pieces from the collections right away. And then they were out and on the show before anybody ever got them or they were in uh, stores. You yeah. bring up Sex in the City and I read that they had nothing. They had a shoestring budget. So oh, really? I, Fields, I, I, like yeah. they literally Cold were just sampling stuff and doing mm-hmm. things with just very basic stuff, but already creating their style. And I think a great conversation that we can have here is how much of our personal styles, because I'm watching, you know, the fashion change. Misha clearly um, had that kind of runway yeah. um, style and Anna and Summer, everybody had their own thing. How mm-hmm. much did you, Rachel, have a say? And I mean, I have my own experience and, right. and I'm curious if you had your- I don't, I think, lot. you know, at that time, well, first of all, I mean, 2003 fashion was- Whoa. Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> such a different time. And I want your take on that era, Nicole. But um, mm-hmm. to answer you, Mindy, I- I don't think I really, I think I just kind of like put things on and was like, okay, I feel like, right, Nicole? Right. Was I was thinking. Yeah, you were easy. You got, I mean, I would say everyone just seemed so excited. At least season one. I was only really there for season one. And at that time it was like magic. I mean, we all knew that there was something happening that was really magical. And I think everyone was just really excited to be there and, and excited about the show. And it just felt new and exciting. So I don't remember getting any pushback mm-hmm. from well, people. I mean, I I should say that the um, designer was Alexander Welker, mm-hmm. um, very one, well respected right? yeah. designer. Mm-hmm. I, for myself, it was interesting. It was definitely a little bit of a journey for me because I grew up in in Orange County, and when you're when you see two women walking down the down the beach, they look like sisters. But sometimes it's the mother and the and teenage the daughter. daughter. Yeah. Like the <laughs> the mother wants to right. dress like the teenager, and. Um, there were just a few times that I personally, I, I hopefully I was nice about it. it does, dif- depends on your def- definition of difficult, not necessarily difficult, but having a voice where, um, well, there's a big, difference. I remember being in, put in a, a like a red St. John thing and I just felt too much older, but now I realized they were really trying to, to make Julia a little bit older. And, um, and as the show went on, you can see that my clothes got a little more youthful jeans mm-hmm. and cute tops and, you know, I wasn't always comfortable in the Cavalli. I, yeah, I, I think our clothes definitely like had an arc, just like our characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like definitely evolved and and changed along with our characters and personality and what we were going mm-hmm. through. And I was definitely in the juicy all the time. We oh, just yeah, watched, yeah. we had an episode that I think I had at least two, there were at least three juicy outfits in the beginning, and just in one, in one episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you did wear a lot of juicy, but you had the butt. You have the butt for it, Mindy. It's a good <laughs> like, thing, I know. When you're like, you, no, like you it's hard that. to pull off a juicy tracksuit. I just read this um, that according to Vogue, this was an article written just recently that Juicy and Von Dutch are even bad. Von back. Dutch, mm-hmm. yeah, that I have not. And that, heard. Have you heard and that, that, Nicole? Summers, yeah. Summers, Summers, Poochie dress is now. Well, Poochie, I mean. Can we talk about that? Or the thing? style. No, but you mean from your from the pilot, the pilot episode from yeah, the, the runway runway uh-huh. show. Oh my god. Did you see that thing that I sent you on Instagram when that guy that that the penguin walk? No. It? Oh. He said it was like it was like <laughs> I it was, it was like you coming out of it's the quote was like me coming out of quarantine and it was you on the runway. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I think Danny Pellegrini, didn't he? Yes, 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 yes. I reposted I, it. It was hilarious. It was so funny. It was so, so good. Funny. But That's just right. like a quick, like, you know just you talking about 2003 fashion and we're talking about some of it coming back. Like, what do you see kind of coming full circle? And Well, first of all, it's 100% coming back. There is a trend right now, like a youth trend. It's called Y2K. So mm. everything, that's like the new trend. So everything is going to be what you're seeing now. All those little bags, uh-huh. um, all the low, the low, I mean, those low pants, Misha's pants were so, and her skirts. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify. And break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Her waistline, I mean, she's got a very long torso. And so it was like, whoa, but yes, those pants. Is very Everything. low. I mean, tracksuits are back. What's the one that we have that are the velour ones, but they're kind of like the Suzy new... Suzy Condi? Yes. Like the new... Obsessed. Yes. The new and improved yeah. like version of the Juicy, although Juicy is back as well. And At Fred Siegel. 100%. At Fred yeah. like an, There's an electric blue one that I just am in love with. Yes. <laughs> the, tube top, the tube top, the tube top, all that, that. the layering. With, with, a, like, with a t-shirt underneath? Yes. The layering. <laughs> oh my God. No, yeah. You there's a lot of good moments in the episode we're going to go over. I know. I can't wait. With all of this like fabulous 2003 fashion. See, I wish I still had, because we had them in notebooks uh-huh. and yeah. we would have like your look and then we'd have like which scenes it was like, we'd have to break down the script every every episode and know like when, what day we're shooting what and everything. So we had all, you guys were all in binders and I would take Polaroids and I would take close-ups of your jewelry. I don't know if you remember that. And I would take close-ups. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. once we took the first shot, I would take a picture of like how it was buttoned up. Like if what, where your jewelry was, yeah. if you had a purse, if you didn't, so that we could re, you know, recreate it when we had to. Do you have a favorite outfit from when you were on the show dressing it? I mean, I do love that Chanel dress because that was super cool. Yeah, I guess you said that. Yeah. Chris Wicca. But um, I mean, you cool. as Wonder Woman, that was in, that's also Chris Wicca. <laughs> but the links, like, it's funny because I was excited to do this episode. I have the most amount of Polaroids from this episode. So obviously, Nicole's here to talk about episode 16 with us called The Links. I love that you watched the whole season to prep for this, I, Nicole. 100%. You know <laughs> you really? me. Come on. Do you know. know me or yes, what? I know. Very, of course. I have not watched the show since it aired, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, not, probably not. I don't know why I, w- I lived it and watched it in real time. Because remember, we used to watch the episodes on lunch. We Oh, that? yeah. They would screen it for us. They I would screen it for that. us at lunch. So oh, we used to watch we used to watch it then. And I used to cry all the time. And Ben would be like, why are you crying? Like, what is your problem? Why are you always crying? I'm like, because it's just such a good show. It's so amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I was always just so proud of the work. I used to love watching it um, lunch. But so rewatching it was a trip. I mean, it brought mm-hmm. back so many memories of just like places we were, like random stuff. Like there's a part in in this episode when Tate and uh, Peter are on, they're like at some restaurant on a pier mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm like, oh, that was in Torrance and it was next to a claim jumper. And I ate the best like <laughs> popover or something like random stuff like that comes to my brain. Like, oh, you know, like that was, <laughs> you just remember all the locations. Yeah. And, it brings um, back just, it's like another so lifetime, many right? Good memories. And just yes. so many memories, everything that was going on then. You even met your husband, like through the no. show. I mean, so many. At the rap party. The first, was it the rap party of season one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh this is I a mean, good, the, good little trivia yeah. for our, our, your husband's name is? Volchok. Mm. He's the real Volchok. That's right. In the flesh. <laughs> so look, also, look at me. what I just found. This <gasps> was in, this is in his. Um, is that a skateboard? This, yeah. This is your, the, what the they teaching? used to pass it. Yes, they pass these out in the summer before it aired. That's a story. Oh my! And Kevin God. has it in That's his cute. desk. It's like our That's office key so or whatever. Cute. Just and he's like, can you describe so, it for us? What we're looking yeah, at? Yeah, sorry. It's um, it's a little plastic skateboard, and it says the OC is bright orange. It says Fox Tuesdays this summer. So <gasps> it they was were a walking promotional. Around. Oh my! It was gosh. the promotional thing. That was Kevin. Um, by the way, was like, don't lose that. Oh. I was like, I'm not going to lose it. I'm going into the guest room. 
And that's how he, <laughs> Kevin is a, um, Adam's Adam agent. 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 Still Adam, yeah. Still to yeah. this day, huh? Yeah. Yep. And that's yeah. how that came together. So many things came out of the show. I mean. Yeah. So many great things. <laughs> pretty crazy. Let's get into this episode because there's so much to cover, I feel like. And watching it, I was just like, well, anyway, I'll get there. Um, the synopsis <laughs> for this episode is Oliver invites the entire crew to his parents' house in Palm Springs. Marissa is still buying into Oliver's stories, but Ryan isn't so convinced. Summer is determined to make this trip as unromantic as possible for Anna and Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Sabotage. Sabotage. Yes, you did a good job. I mean, I really did. I was pretty impressed with myself. You were getting into your groove here. I feel like they started (laughs) really Mm -hmm. writing your character and it's just... Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Lots of of notes about this one. Yeah, we... um, (laughs) So... You know, the the episode opens and the one thing I actually wrote down and took a note of is the vintage Levi jean skirt Marissa's wearing when she opens the door to Oliver. And I was like, well, that's back. <laughs> 100%. You know, and mm-hmm. it was so cute. But yes, Oliver played by Taylor Handley, which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like to talk about Oliver. He much. was dressed kind of frumpy. Angry. Or, or is that cool? The, vel- His- well, the velvet jacket over polo shirt, was it, it, he looked like he was swimming in it, but so I think I think his vibe, and again, this is just me kind of riffing off of what it was, my memories, but I feel like he was supposed to be like this preppy bad boy. Mm-hmm. So he always had like an element of prep, like with the polo or the blazer, but then it was disheveled because he obviously has mental issues. So I think it was that her way of describing the character, like you seeing the character, but not really knowing. Like, so the disheveledness was like mm-hmm. the unraveling of him a little bit mm-hmm. without telling too much of the story. Right, because the clothes are telling stories too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, in the opening scene, you know, he brings up the Palm Springs thing and inviting them. But the thing that I take away from this scene is like when Marissa walks away, he hides the picture of Marissa and Ryan behind another picture Oliver does. And you're just like, oh my God, this guy is so creepy. And like, there's definitely something wrong. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's something wrong here. Well, I think it was this now that because the audience is in on what's going on. Right. You could, mm-hmm. They could have played it without us knowing, but we know mm-hmm. that something's going on. Right. And ultimately the, the reaction was pretty frustrating when it came to Oliver. Um, but I think he did such a great job because we hated him so much mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah. He was very easy to yeah. hate. That, which means mm-hmm. that the, Taylor, the actor was doing a, did a, a great really job. good yeah. job. And, you know, then we, we move into the episode and, and, you know, they're going to go to on this golf trip. Ryan's really insecure about it. Sandy's giving him a lesson. And the other note I wrote down here was there is that fucking leather wristband again on Ryan. (laughs) I'm like, why? And I talked about this before, Nicole, in an episode a long time ago, this leather wristband that will not die. You know, I, I was writing down the different designers that we have, but I had to write Ryan is in Hanes and Levi's, mm-hmm. but boy, did his ass look good in those Levi's. Oh. <laughs> I remember specifically. Ben had him. a really, really nice body. He <laughs> took care of himself. Yes. We're walking down the hallway to set once and, you know, I'm like, I never Mary, noticed. How kid? come I never noticed and I was these like, things? I went to. Because you were with hour. Adam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. No, yeah, No, but I went. I, re- I remember going to the costume department and, and said, what jeans are those? I'd like to buy them. <laughs> oh, after Ben wore cute. them, I want yeah. my ass to look that good. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I do think there's a really cute moment here that, you know, Adam Brody always brings so much flavor to, to the scenes. Oh, yeah. And um, when he's like, I don't. I don't want to play golf. I don't play golf. And he and he does a little, what exactly do you do besides musicals and punching people? He just <laughs> delivered it with <laughs> yes. just so, so much what Adam's irony. choices. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Do you guys want to talk about how, re- well, the, I just always tripped out on the backyard, how there was in a giant swimming pool yes. and pool house. On, on the soundstage. Yes. We've talked yes. about it. We've talked about okay, the good. pool only being two feet deep. <laughs> yeah, and wasn't it cold? I feel like it was. I, don't, I feel like Adam, I, Adam, and Ryan were always in it, but you guys never really went in it. I don't think only, so. Only for the cat fight. But I re- <laughs> do remember that there were. Whenever we had some fan, well, we should bring this up. The first season, anybody could be a guest on the set. At some point, they had to kind of put the by the by the end. There was a little bit more of a process to become a um, guest um, on the set. But fans would come in and literally go, "Whoa, oh my gosh!" Really Every cool. once in a while, I can see that ocean 
and you know the the waves were little tiny silver pieces of paper and in that in this particular scene i saw it like it was a little oh, wow. too close yeah. you can see the, the that mm-hmm. it was a backdrop it wasn't right. the ocean but but otherwise it's pretty stunning set yeah mm-hmm. you're off, you're off in europe in this episode mindy with caleb mindy you get a haircut oh yeah you yeah, do yeah we can we can uh Let's you get see. a new duke. That was the beginning of your new, your new like look. Yeah, yeah. That was um. Well, yeah. If you want to talk about that scene, um. So I had kind of those tiger stripes, and Daniel Curet or Curé. I'm not sure exactly how he says it. He had this great idea. Um, he showed me a picture of Rene Russo with this new cool bob, and I said, "Sure, why not? Mm. You know, let's do it." And I remember it was a whole process since the first time I had bright red hair and extensions put on and we all extensions are essentially it's an it's a it's a, it's a form of glue sorry to say and it's um it took forever and then my hair was so bright red that when I finally came back to set our DP Jamie Barber literally was like holy shit that's red hair I've got to change the lighting for everything and that's why I love this line when I when Julie and Caleb show up from France. Um, Haley says, "Julie, your hair," yeah. and I say, "Haley, yeah. your hair." <laughs> and um, I think there was kind of I loved it. It was fun. It was kind of it was a great choice. I don't know if I do that again, but um, I, it looked but, great. Yeah. yeah, but that was my favorite line too from that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it, and that really became signature. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's true. It's true. But but the interesting thing was. Um, all of you ladies out there who've had extensions, it's a very, it's like taking care of a Ferrari, not a Volkswagen. You know, <laughs> it, you need to like buff it and wax it and take care of it. And it's expensive. So mm-hmm. when, so all of us ended up getting extensions and the show was paying for it. Um, Kelly and Misha. I I no, didn't. you didn't. And then at some point, <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing out a ballpark, but it's like $5,000 a, uh, a year for the show to be paying for it. And at one point the show finally went, yeah, we're not paying for it anymore. So I said, okay. And I took them out and then it was, anyway. I think the next, like the scene in the show where, uh, Summer and, and Marissa are getting ready for Palm Springs. First of all, the outfits yes. on both of us, this is like the summer sailor top, which Nicole mm-hmm. showed a Polaroid of me in it from this episode. But that top is just everything wrong with the time. <laughs> Everything was very color coordinated. Misha's top it was. was really cute too. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And her top, I, it had like one of those like belt kind of hooks on mm-hmm. the collar, you know, that you like tighten off up shoulder. the off shoulder. Um, our outfits were definitely on point. And, and, you know, Summer is really plotting her sabotage, which was pretty funny. <laughs> Your performance in that scene, that awesome. That to me, it was just, again, it just shows me, it reminds me of you, Rachel. Really? Like, <laughs> you know what's so funny? As I keep watching yeah. these episodes, I keep seeing my daughter, which is so <laughs> weird. Not that she's like plotting to like ruin some, you know, geek in school or something, but she, it was just like, I keep seeing her face and I, I've never seen it before, but watching the OC, because people sometimes say that, I'm like, oh my God. But anyway. People say that about CG and myself as well. As, oh yeah. Um, you and CG can for see sure. Yeah. Or she, she, because she takes after mom and I'm a, I'm kind of an animated person from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you know, we're all kind of gearing up for this Palm Springs trip and it's a couple's trip. And then it's Summer and Luke who are just like the outsiders, you know, um, which is going to play out and be pretty funny. But, but, um, and I know I just, I skipped over the Sandy. Well, we can go back to that, but uh, we, I walked into the pool house and like Ryan and Marissa are kissing and I'm just like, oh, this is fucking great. And it's setting up how it's going to go. And then I'm like, where's Seth? And they're like, he's in his room. And of course, he's there with Anna, which, <laughs> which is really cute. <laughs> I thought it was really cute. This um, this thing that they picked up on because and and they'll use it later when they're I guess this this um, the geriatric part of me that the old oh, yeah. Jew that that Seth is um, he's like the and that they just love inside. each other in that it's way really cute and him and Anna were really mm-hmm. cute like their mm-hmm. whole banter was cute Anna very colorful dresser Nicole I think it's very, very much quirky kind of mm-hmm. punky East Coast version or mm-hmm. was that her 
I mean, was that, I, I always am curious how much that like, I mean, had. Was it Samira? Saw was a, yeah, Saw was really a, such a free spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, lo- I mean, she loved color. I think, yeah, I think Alex did such a good job of like blending your personalities, but also developing your characters. Like it was a nice balance. Samira Armstrong, we're talking yeah, about. I, yeah. call, I called her Saw. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I love her outfits were always so fun and layered and colorful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. big ear, like fun earrings. And yeah, she was very I, accessorized. The, the yes, blush. Very accessorized. Well, that's the other thing about that's the, so the, Joni. Joni taught me how to do that same sob cheek. I, I remember. <laughs> Joni, I tried Joni to put Powell some on today. Our makeup department head um, on the show. Yeah. She was head of makeup. <laughs> that's who. Joni. I used to wear a lot of vintage tees. That was sort of like his How did signature. that work? Because that's kind of hard because you're supposed to have like duplicates of things, right? Yeah. Yes. But she, we would find them in ways where there wouldn't, ha- when he wouldn't have to have a duplicate or he could zip it up or something right. like that. And she was also really good at finding like funny sayings. Like, I think it says like, um, what did it say on it? Why work? On his shirt. Yeah, work? exactly. Why work? So like it ties into the geriatric thing and this whole leisure thing of leisure. <laughs> um, she was really good at that stuff. I also read that um, in, in an article recently that Vogue said that um, Seth is a blueprint of Celine now. What? Men's Celine. Really? really? Interesting. Nicole, we're both like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of see that though, because he used to, his stuff was always a little bit, bit layered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a little bit like, Yes, I could see that. <laughs> cropped. I'm just picturing like a crop top on Adam. But no, no. like you remember he <laughs> used to funny. wear those like kind of like bomber jackets, yes. but they were like sh- a little bit, sh- like things were always a little bit sh- yeah. yes. snug on him. Like, Does that make sense? But he was shrunken. also very tall uh-huh. and lean. Mm-hmm. So like he definitely could like pull off that look. Yeah, for sure. But it just feels like everybody, you I mean, it, it, especially for the guys, like, it almost feel that is very now all of the graphic tees or Mm -hmm, wearing colored mm -hmm. shirt under a tee or I'm talking like I'm an expert just, but because, (laughs) but I'm not. (laughs) No, you are. I did some research this week. (laughs) Adam used to do like layer tees. He used to wear like two t-shirts. Oh, I think is it in this episode where he has like a button up under a t-shirt? Under the Mm -hmm. 76 t-shirt. Yeah. Was that this episode? She used to do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun layers. That was a great coordinated scene when they're leaving for, Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. I loved Anna's rainbow tracksuit ja- mm-hmm. jacket. He, um, Seth is in Adidas, and mm-hmm. but it was all blues and oranges and reds, and mm-hmm. it was just like this is really coordinated, right? But mm-hmm. also, we were looking at the fashion because we're doing this podcast on this episode. So we're going to Palm Springs and we're all loading up and everything, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, mm-hmm. Summer rides with Anna and Seth and is like shotgun, and she takes shotgun, <laughs> which yeah. I like, and then of course Oliver the little manipulative shit that he is gets Marissa to ride with him. And then Ryan and Luke and all of their beers are in the truck. <laughs> right. Poor yeah, I, little. I don't remember so much teenage drinking, but I guess there was. Yeah. I mean, they have a full cooler full of beer or, and things. When I, when I was, I, I tell one Orange County story every, every podcast we do. I remember being in my friend's white Jeep with um, a case of California coolers in Newport Beach, getting pulled over from the by the cops, maybe in like 86. And those are the days where they just said, pour it out, move along. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, they move along. Um, so when the gang r- arrives to Palm Springs, uh, you know, Marissa and Oliver are close on the couch. And Ryan and Luke show up. And then the three of us show up, Anna, Seth, and myself. Um but Ryan's so furious. Ryan's so, I mean, over it at this point. I mean, I was too. I'm watching this and I'm just like, this mother, you know? Well, just- wait, do you think, because Seth was kind of a blue, he kept saying, what's the wrong, what's wrong with Oliver? Mm-hmm. He's so cool. Yeah, he's you totally know? just ignorant and naive to it all, I feel like. He's also a little focused on his situation, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, Oliver's showing them their rooms and he purposely gives Ryan and Marissa the twin two twin beds and just like everything, you know, it's just adding up. But what I love is Misha, you know, Marissa is in there in her cute outfit. She's like, I'm going to go change. And she changes into like the ultimate golf. The cutest outfit. So cute. So cute. Do you you remember this while you were watching Mm -hmm. it? But I just thought she looked so cute in her golf outfit. Um, But yeah, the tension is rising for sure with Ryan and Oliver at this point. And he's like saying that Marissa like told him, or wait, is that later? 
Well, that he's telling him that Marissa told Oliver his life story and. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And he's clearly instigating and, you know, just yes, getting right. in his craw. And it's, I mean, I think Ryan's, he's barely maintaining. Oh, yeah. And it's it's totally justified. Haley and Caleb are sitting outside and then Julie and Kirsten. I actually had a moment where I was like, that's a really pretty picture of Julie and Kirsten sitting out there. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, but what am I wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it was some kind of patterned top dress. I don't remember what it was. And, and I remember thinking there were probably, I mean, if Mindy had her choice, I wouldn't be wearing some of these things. So I was introduced to a lot of things that I just would never have worn. But at one point I was like, I'm just going to wear what, what they think Julie could wear because it was you just trust a lot it, yeah. louder and um because mm-hmm. I'm probably more bohemian and hippie at heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Um but Julie was definitely more about the labels and such. But I just mm-hmm. didn't understand. I was like, I have no idea what that is that I'm wearing. Because <laughs> a lot of times the camera, you know, there we might have a wide shot, but then we get, you know, chest up or what they call cowboy if you're lucky, which is um, you know, your belt up. So we don't really see the whole outfit. And you also just flown from Paris in that outfit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were very Fabulous. dressed up. Very. Of course. From right. Paris. But I think right. she's trying to sell that you guys are, you know, super affluent and fancy mm-hmm. yeah. and you're in first class. And, you know. And again, it really right. shows in the clothes, you know. The other yeah. Character. You have all your jewelry on, all your layered necklaces. Yeah. I want. I really want to get to the golf course because all of yes. the outfits happening here on the golf course. Okay. Yeah. I think I we need to cover... This. For the video, so everyone who's listening, Mindy is now stripping for us. I found what's (laughs) totally in now. Yeah, what is it? An argyle sweater. It's It's not just a sweater; it's a vest, sweater vest. Well, sorry, it's an argyle sweater vest that I found at a um, vintage store near my home. (laughs) Which is awesome. Really, it's my husband's though. It's so cute, which is an ode to Anna's outfit on the golf course. Mm-hmm. She is full on Argyle, right? Nicole sweater yep. vest, um, golf pants. She has the hat, I think, right? Doesn't she have like yes. a- Yeah, she's wearing a really cute hat. Super adorable. But so it doesn't cute. feel old. It feels really chic. Yes. and But well, when you say old, then you look at Seth and he is grandpa <laughs> golfer of the year, which is so <laughs> fitting and awesome. And summer <laughs> in my- Matching coordinated plaid. coordinated plaid, white pants, and my headscarf. Um, you know, I'm I'm watching this and I'm watching us on the golf course, and I remember like we're teeing up or whatever you call it. <laughs> you had to like hit the golf ball. And how was I, that for you? I remember. <laughs> oh, you remember, Mindy? Oh, I, yes, it's part of the blooper reel. I know. For, I was um, gonna say. So <laughs> it took me. I am not even exaggerating. A hundred times to actually hit the ball off the tee. <laughs> I could not hit that golf ball for the life of me. And yes, it wound up on the blooper reel at the end of the season. How many, we were sitting there for like 15 minutes just watching me swing at this golf ball and not be able to. I think we like ran out of light that that night. Because if you, honestly, if you look at the scene, it's pretty like, it's like getting like a little dusk-like, you know, it's like. The sun is going down. I could not do it. I don't know. Oh my God. But I also like that scene because I make Seth go get my ball and he Mm -hmm. actually goes and Anna's like, well, you just lost yours. You know, I was like, oh. (laughs) Super Um, funny. Yes. And then all the chaos ensues with Oliver on the golf course. I mean, so Oliver and Marissa are in a, by the way, the fact that like Marissa's always with Oliver and Ryan's annoyed, but he's not like, stopping it or like saying anything and like Marissa just keeps going off with Oliver and I'm like what in real life like I'm just looking at it like is it like is it is it the fact that Ryan is he's kind of walking on eggshells you know because in Tijuana she almost killed herself and she's got some issues and he is the savior and his mom had issues right that's fair that's a fair point and here He's, you know, she's found a kindred spirit and her, you know, they've got similar problems and he's trying not, you know, you try not to be jealous or insecure. But what's interesting is ultimately Oliver is the ultimate gaslighter. We didn't have that term back then where he's turning it around and Uh he makes Ryan feel like he's the crazy one or he's making it up, but, but it's really being manipulated by Oliver, which is very, very effective to make you feel like Ryan's probably like, 
Yeah. You know, what's also interesting in this episode is the music is so much more like harder and like gritty, like, you know what I mean? Like angry sounding Mm -hmm. and rock rock music because it's paralleled with Oliver. I love how Luke and Ryan though, because, because of what happened to him and now he's got their, their buddies and they've got each other's backs. And then all of a sudden they go on this golf, um, you know, race and it's aggressive and Ryan finally stands up and goes, what the hell, man? Well, you know, when they're in this montage with the golf carts and then basically it looks like they're playing chicken. It's almost like a zoom in on Oliver's face, like a cartoon, like his face is like turning red. It's so evil. You know, it's either like going towards each other, but it is really nice at the end when Ryan and Luke are both like, Luke's like, dude, that was, he wasn't playing around, you know, like they recognize it and they kind of team up. And that's a nice moment with Ryan and Luke. As well. Yeah. And Taylor, he plays, he was like, what, man? I, I thought we were choking. Yeah. Instantly, like, make somebody, he's gaslighting again. But in my research, you guys, I found that they actually made a video game of this. And, what? And that, yeah, that it that it's, it's a race between two golf cars, two golf cars between Ryan and Oliver. <gasps> and it, I, it's a, it was like a weird little, almost like Atari looking thing. Anyway, little That's trivia right. for you there. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> um, Didn't go anywhere. <laughs> So, you know, the kids are back at the house later and maybe my favorite outfit from this episode that I just think is cute now and relevant is when Anna and Seth are in bed and she has her white t-shirt. Oh, what do you have, Nicole? Nicole has the Polaroid of the white t-shirt with the pink satin lingerie over the top. And Nicole's showing us the picture. It's so cute. Like it came on the screen. I was like, oh, I, I want to wear that like right now. You wear it now. Right? Yeah. It's totally so it's in fashion right now. Perfect example of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love, you know, them in bed and and <laughs> they're messing with each other. And of course, Summer comes in and this whole, the whole <laughs> thing with them in that room is really funny and <laughs> how they're bantering, how Anna and Seth are bantering back and forth. And they're talking about like all the references too, like Cabbage Patch Kids and Smurfs and whatever. And then at the end, Summer's just like, well, you guys are, you know, you really, you're banter. You sound like brother and sister. And she like, oh my gosh, total sabotage. Yeah. Horrified. (laughs) And I'm like, way to go, Summer. I'm totally rooting for Summer as I'm watching this. I'm like, that's right. (laughs) Like, um, and by the way, and Seth, again, in his grandpa attire, I Mm. noted, I wrote in my notes while I was watching, I'm like, what teenagers, and for Seth, okay, he's like a grandpa, but Marissa also later, they're both wearing robes. What teenager goes to a weekend in Palm Springs and thinks, <laughs> and a robe. <laughs> thinks I'm going to throw my robes in? Like, really, I was just like, okay. Uh, that's a detail that was funny. But um, yeah, Seth and his grandpa uh, uh, clothing was really, really awesome. his humidifier. His humidifier. Yeah. It's so funny. Wait, did what did someone think that was? Someone was like, is that a... And he's like, no, it's my humidifier. I get allergies. You know, it was, it was like, mm-hmm. anyway. I know it was something else. It wasn't like a bread maker. It was a, a something. I don't know. It was something. It was oh, something. In, the mean, in the meantime, we should mention that um, Sandy and Jimmy get drunk at the lighthouse and And the lighthouse an idea is closing, forms. right? It's like an iconic. Iconic whatever. thing. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. John Wayne used to be there. And, right, you know. right, right. And they have an idea. What is their idea? To buy the restaurant. Yeah, right. reboot it. Right. Reboot it. It was just, you know. <laughs> okay. Make it a family-friendly place. <laughs> oh. Martinis and meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Martinis and meatloaf. Um, okay, let's see. Let's... Then we're back into Oliver World with Marissa Worry uh, because Oliver left. Right, and they he hasn't he's been, been gone. He's been gone for hours. And he, and he drives back to Newport, takes a bunch of pills, but he asks he? her to come back. <laughs> right. He asks and her Marissa to come. And Marissa and Ryan. They yeah, drive back. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They drive back. He's really, and then I, just, I mean, he's really onto something here. Again, mm-hmm. I know I'm jumping a little ahead, but they get there and what is Oliver in? A robe and slippers. I mean, the robe theme throughout <laughs> this whole episode is pretty on That's point. very Hugh Hefner in that moment. <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's but, like, he's such a little shit, Oliver. You know, he says this and then there's like the thing where he's, you know, the song's playing and he's pouring out all Tom the pills. Jones. Yeah, it's like not unusual, right? Is that what's going Isn't he drinking like whiskey or something? Yeah, he's like drinking and he's got all these pill bottles. It's kind of like a super warped Ferris Bueller, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's having fun and right, like manip- Ferris, manipulating Ferris montage. His, yeah. His day off. But that's great editing and story choice in the in the way that the show's put together. I love that. 
you see in the Palm Springs kitchen between Ryan and Oliver before Oliver oh, leaves, right. where he freaks out and he's like hitting himself so hard. And you're like, mm-hmm. dude. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. This guy has got to go. Like he needs help. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Which I, almost was probably real though. I don't think there's sometimes you're like, he's clearly acting. He's clearly manipulating, but, but he probably doesn't know he probably acts like that. I don't know what, 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 what's real and what's not in his head is we'll never know. Okay. Anyway. So yes, Marissa and Ryan, they check on, um, Oliver and he's, you know, Ryan's totally onto this guy and Marissa's like, won't leave. Want to make sure, make, want to make, she wants to make sure that he's okay. Uh, and Ryan leaves and you're just like, it's just so it's unfolding and it's just so unsettling and uncomforting. But, um, so that happens. And then the rest of the gang arrives home from Palm Springs. Uh, I love how Summer alerts that they have arrived by honking the horn as loud as possible to wake up Anna and Seth, who are cuddled up in the back seat. But the funniest thing is between Luke and Summer awesome. <laughs> at the end of this. And he's like, you're looking really hot now, Summer, you know, and they have like a moment. It's like a stare off. Like, is it going to happen? Whatever. <laughs> It's like all of it. Summer's like, oh my God, ew. Like, no, no way. She, but you're so cute. You take the compliment. You're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then this little, you know, pause. And <laughs> oh my God, ew. Yeah. No way. <laughs> but the, the funniest delivery thing, was so good. Oh, thanks. The funniest thing, I'm watching this and I don't know. I couldn't remember if we wind up hooking up or not. And I'm watching it and I'm like, are Summer and Luke about to hook up? Like, I had no <laughs> recollection of it or whatever. So I was literally watching it like anyone else, uh, just watching the show. Um, but yeah, I yeah. thought that was a really funny moment. Um, but yeah, that kind of like sums up the episode, the fashion choices. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else, Nicole, that we missed that you wanted to point out. Uh, the golf, you know, sequence, I think, was particularly special. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool. Um, we do have some quiz questions for you if you're ready for them. Yeah. Throw them at me. Where is Jimmy thinking he's going to move away from Newport to? Arizona. Yeah, that works. Scott's do you know specifically the Scottsdale? Mm-hmm. Say another Phoenix? one. Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You Amiga got it. Knows a- AZ. Okay. <laughs> you asked the next one, Mindy. Um. Where is Oliver's Palm Spring House actually located? Pasadena. Yes. There's one last uh, trivia for you here. What did Sandy always want to be? Did they talk about this in this episode? They must have. I think when they were drinking, growing up, what did he want to be? Is it something to do with the restaurant? Jimmy wanted to be a pilot because he liked the stewardesses. Uh Sandy wanted to be... (laughs) Like the flight attendants, Melinda. Oh, sorry. The flight attendant. But that's, I was quoting him. I don't remember that. I don't either. I don't either. I don't remember that. Left field. I do remember. Was the answer. Oh. Yeah. You do remember what? I do remember his ombre sunglasses, though. Really? Can you explain what ombre is for people who might? It's like the the faded Faded glass. It was like two tones. Awesome. I have one more question for you. If the show was happening today in 2021, what would you dress Summer and Julian for a night of quarantine or a podcast? (laughs) You mean you guys right now? Yeah. Or is your character, what would I dress you guys in for a podcast? Summer Summer and Julie. Julie. Okay. Um, I feel like (sighs) Summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Would be wearing bubblegum pink because that's like the color, that's the color right now. Everyone's wearing bubblegum pink. Okay. Um, Everyone's coming out of quarantine, so they want to wear color. And then I feel like um, Julie might also be wanting to be on trend. She was very trendy. Yes, she was very trendy. And uh, so she might also be wearing a bold color. I remember, do you used to wear a lot? I feel like like puff sleeves and rough. Oh my gosh. So yes, uh, Nanette Lepore. Yes. Or, you know, there was one thing that I thought was kind of weird was that big furred collar, um, mm-hmm. that, that Suit. sweater. Oh that yes. Sweater okay. when I was doing designing or something, but, um, but, but I think it, it might be a juicy tracksuit in the bright pink, right? It if could you're be in- a Susie Condi. You could, okay. you guys could be rocking your, um, 
your terry cloth. Not the Kim Mott, Kardashian yeah. one. An updated version. High waist. <laughs> High waist. Oh, that is true because I wore one juicy um, outfit that was literally like on my hips. It was black and the belly button showing. And yeah, these are a little higher waisted. I've, I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. Might be a little higher waisted. Now. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I'm down for the bubble gum for summer. Yes. <laughs> you wore that color a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it was so colorful. That whole time was you, very colorful. You are. <laughs> That's a great you way are. to describe the characters. Colorful. Yeah, colorful. I think everybody was quite colorful. Yes. Well, well, Chris, uh, Kirsten wasn't really. Kirsten, she was always yeah, she very was pretty muted. And, yeah. yeah. A lot of like light, like neutral tones. Mm-hmm. To, she was always kind of very understated, but very elegant. She was Ralph Lauren, Michael Kors, Jill Sander, Philip Lim, kind of. Mm-hmm. Those were. Yeah. yeah those Ralph Lauren's probably. Yeah. yeah. Very. And Misha, together. I mean, Misha wore color, but not like you did summer. Like Misha to me was the most. Um, Runway. Yeah. Like kind of buttoned. Like you, she I was like, like more prep, like more conservative. Polished. It was very. Polished. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was polished, conservative. It was very, a little hints of preppy in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always easy. more like a very coordinated put together look. Like it was right. very done. I have this right. one. Um, I have this one continuity photo, Nicole, that you made into a birthday card for me. I have the biggest scarf I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like, it's orange, brown and cream. And I have it around my neck and it like hangs down to the floor and I have a bright orange shirt and these pants. I mean, I, I did find it recently. I should have it now, but, um, <laughs> and you made it into a birthday card because you and I were dying over this scarf. We were just like, what? <laughs> What? And it was your outfit that you, you wore had to it in wear? It was my outfit in the scene. Yes, oh, it was yeah. basically the scarf was in the scene and I was just there supporting it. It was, it like, was like a Harry Potter scarf on yeah, steroids. Like, it was really funny, <laughs> but I have to find the picture. Um, but yeah, so many amazing memories. We had so mm-hmm. much fun on set. I mean, mm-hmm. laughing, offset, hanging out together, um, watching it and talking to you about it. Nicole, it brings up so mm-hmm. many memories. I mean, what a time. <laughs> um, and that we've got, we've really grown up together, especially mm-hmm. fashion wise and, and everything else and exploring and experimenting. And it's just been awesome. And I'm so happy you came on to talk to us. Thank um, you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And yes. you, you're like, would you do it? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course. Yeah. Well, you, was... and also congratulations on all your success yes. and being a mommy to three. Thanks guys. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. I do have one one thing I want to just say before I leave. Yes. Um, you guys were talking about like funny stories of like people like uh, from set. And do you, Rachel, do you remember when Adam for Christmas gave me a lint roller? No. Because <laughs> he used to get so annoyed with me. Oh, yes. never, you know, yes. he would get so, so annoyed. I'd like if you came so Adam with the lint roller. Yeah. Would, yes. Because that was my job. I mean, my went like, I had a lot of other jobs, but my main job was they'd say like last look and I'd have to come in and just like quickly delint or take any little hairs or whatever. And he'd be like, you need to cool it with the lint roller. Okay. Like I'm fine. Just don't touch you with that lint roller. Yeah. He would like make a game and a joke out of it. He'd be like, ah, yeah. 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 He made it such a big deal with the lint roller. And so I got that for Christmas. That is hilarious. That is a great story. Thank you for sharing that. I I wish I still had the note. (laughs) <laughs> not the lint roller, but the no. No. Oh, no. God. All right, Nicole. Well, I love you. All right. Thank you. Love you, Nicole. So much love fun. you guys. So, Mindy, are you ready to hear some fan question voicemails? Absolutely. Well, let's listen. Hi. I wanted to thank you for your contributions to TV when I was a kid. Um, growing up with you guys on the OC really... Um, brings back a lot of nostalgia for me, even as an adult, new and uh, Misha Barton really um, got me through some really difficult times. So I want to say thank you to begin with. Um, Second to that, the question that I would have for you guys is, um, what, what was the best part about being on the OC for you personally? Wow. Well, thank you. I mean, for saying all that, that's that was a really nice message. Um, for me, just the whole experience, it started everything for me in my career and 
you know, even personally, I, I feel like I grew up a lot on this show and I was surrounded by such amazing people, Mindy, obviously, and everyone else. <laughs> and we were such a nice support group that really helped kind of the transition into adulthood for me and this new path. Um, so for me, it's all about just the right people and being around the right people and looking up to people um, and learning from them and just being grateful for all of that. Yeah. Um, thank you for your message. And um, that is so rewarding to hear that we could put a smile on people's faces during a time. Um, and that's ultimately what we're here to do is entertain. And that's why we're doing this podcast because it's so beloved um, for myself. It was, it was the perfect job at the perfect time in my life. I've done a few series at that time. And I remember it was, it, you know, I've had to leave town or I traveled by that, by that age. Um, when I started the OC, I did so many things all over the world. And this particular one was 20 minutes from my home. So it was great to be able to go to work, come home to my daughter. And it was the first time that I got to do something that was comedy or dramedy and I just grew so much and I learned to take risks and um, became a better actor. And I got to be, you know, I go to work almost, you know, it was fun to go to work. And then I get to go come home and play with a three-year-old. And as you can tell from all of our conversations here, here on this podcast, we, we had a blast. I mm -hmm. always had so much fun. I mean, there were times I had to go to work at three in the morning to do a, 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 um, a wardrobe fitting or sit in traffic and, you know, admittedly, those aren't the best times, but um, <laughs> nobody's perfect. But um, I have such fun memories because it was it, it was so well written and the character was so much fun. And um, I knew I was putting smiles on people's face. So that's rewarding. That's good. <laughs> I've always wondered how Marissa and Summer remained friends after... Summer just left her drunk and passed out in front of her house. It was always a weird thing to have happened and it was never addressed. And it was as if, you know, nothing ever, that wasn't a horrible thing to do. So I have always wondered why the writers never chose to explore that something that prevented them from staying friends. <laughs> so how, how did they stay friends when Summer just dumped her on her doorstep, wasted and passed out? I mean, that's a great question. I think that, you know, they were teenagers and obviously Summer had probably had her fair share of drinks that night. And I can't say that when you're a teenager, you always make the most responsible decisions. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's like one of those things. And they clearly grew up together, friends their whole life. It was a drunken teenage night. I don't recommend it. I don't support it as a mother now. <laughs> Always be considerate and responsible with your friends. Something I would never do personally. But to be honest, Marissa probably never even knew it happened. Actually, she definitely didn't know what happened because she was already <laughs> passed out. <laughs> so I think that's really she the She was answer. probably already embarrassed yeah. and kind no, of, she you was know. Already, she was passed out. She didn't know what happened. Yeah. And then Ryan brings her into the pool house, right? In right. that scene. But so anyway, anyway, I think. So she didn't know what happened. So that's why they remained friends because she had no <laughs> recollection of it. That is the honest answer. <laughs> I think at that age too, people do things like you said, when they're, when they're drunk and um, you know, that was last week, let's move on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this was so fun going over this episode, Mindy. Um, so much fun. I could talk about this... the outfits like every episode all day long and I probably well, will we should to do some that. extent. Talk... Yeah, let's um, <laughs> point them out. I mean, they're pretty epic. They're, as we were talking, I started remembering some of the things in the later, um, you know, episodes, but we have a lot of episodes to come up to talk we about. We do. So, yeah. Um, but thanks everybody for listening. We are just having so much fun talking about all this. Um, follow, we rate, are. and review. Welcome to the OC, bitches. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, if you like to watch us, check us out on YouTube. And thank you all for listening and joining us. And um, yeah, we've got a lot more to come, yeah. a lot more to talk about. Um, also, if you watch us, you can see some of the things we were talking about this episode. Uh, the Polaroids Nicole was sharing with us, really fun memories and throwbacks from the past. Uh, so definitely check us out on YouTube too. <laughs> oh, in my outfit, my epic outfit. 
Also, the strip, the strip tease that happened to reveal the outfit, <laughs> you can see on YouTube. So yeah, give us give us a little watch. It's pretty entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets or skincare, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. Hi, everyone. It's Rabia Chaudhry. And I'm Ellen Marsh. And we have a new podcast called Rabia and Ellen Solve, Solve the, case. the Case. As you know, I am a very smart lawyer. You are. You're so well-respected in the entire world. You know everything. Thank you so much. And as you know, I'm a famous Broadway star. Gorgeous. I sing like a nightingale. Well, yes. at least that's what your mom says. <laughs> Just kidding. This is Ellen Marsh. And, and I'm Robbie. Rabia. But we are teaming up to bring you a show like you have never heard before. True crime meets talk show. Nobody's done it. We're going to do it. We're going to do the impossible. And it's the two things that I love. Ellen, I think you'll like it too. What? True crime and talking? Yeah. I'm there. Every other week, we will have a guest talking about whatever true crime case they are obsessed with. We have a list. Everything from... The Lacey Peterson murder. Yeah, some of the most famous cases you've ever heard of, obviously, like John Benet Ramsey, The West Memphis Three, Chris Watts, Khalif Browder, Elisa Lamb, Madeline McCain, Sandra Bland, The Springfield Three. The list goes on and on. But they are all cases that you know, and we are going to dive in deep with someone else and just talk about them. No. We're going to solve the case, Ellen. That's right. We're going to solve the case. So subscribe to Rabia and Ellen's Solve the Case wherever you get your podcasts. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.